0: It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Good morning.
1: Tuesday.
0: Good morning. I almost said good morning, you fools, but I don't know why. Good morning, you fools. I don't know why, that was what popped into my head. Why are there fools out there? I. They're not. They're lovely, beautiful people, but that was the word that just came to my mind. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's a short week. I'm. It It is a short week, or it's a long week. Or it's a days. long week. I'm um, a <clears throat> little late coming in this morning because everybody is... Uh, is in a mood.
1: They're afraid.
0: They're in a mood.
1: Not afraid. I mean their their nerves are afraid.
0: Uh, do you want to know why our children are in such a mood? Thank you for asking. I'll tell you. It's because they passionately believe that they should be allowed to watch technology from 7am to 9pm. That's, that's what they believe. You and know what I
1: feel good about? What? I have a very healthy sense of what all of their friends are doing.
0: What is this thing? Our seven year old is All insane. of my friends. All of my friends.
1: All of my friends. Watching
0: technology. You know all what? of my friends. And I just told him right now, I said, Do you want me to call your friends moms? Because I guarantee you. There's no way all your friends. There's no way Get that the seven year olds of Texas Get are out all of here. just. Playing video games and watching TV. All, all of my friends. All of my friends.
1: Take it, a, take it. A
0: Yesterday, I, did a, I did a daring thing. What'd you I do? I did a daring thing. I came in, I said 3 p.m., no more technology.
1: On a for holiday. For the rest of the day. On a holiday. For the
0: rest, not for an hour, for the rest of the day. Technology meaning like no TV, no no, no Twitch, Switch, whatever this thing is. Nothing. No iPad, nothing. You would have thought. What? What?
1: Had you would come was, to
0: that I was kicking them out to live on the street. That's what you would have thought was happening to these children because they had to shut off technology and then Bless. I walked through after like fighting and arguing and all these things and then I walked through like 45 minutes later the oldest one's reading a book the two little boys are playing with legos you know Noah is she's Noah um, but Noah. they did normal things they figured they, it out God forbid they should have to not be entertained every second of it. Last
1: night, uh, we finished our nights with a little more of the Bill Murray movie education process of this quarantine. We watched What About Bob, which I'm gonna tell you. Does it hold up? Unlike Groundhog Day, did not hold up I, as well. I, y'all did invited not hold me. up you as well. You invited
0: me to watch What About Bob, and I was like, I. Don't well, here's part that. of the
1: problem is a lot of the humor comes from understanding what a psychiatrist is and how oh, a patient of true. psychiatric okay. needs interacts normally and abnormally. Oh, so they
0: don't know. They were like,
1: wait, he's going to who? And they're talking about what? Yes. Now, they did laugh out loud when he was strapped to the mast yelling, I'm sailing. <laughs> Man. here's the thing it was a good uh, end to our no technology I love that we had to break the technology rule to watch Look, there's what about there's something very Bob?
0: different about the entire family cuddled up on the couch watching a movie together than like Being in your own vortex. And certainly we have rules around technology during a school year. But the two oldest ones are finished with school. Goodbye school. And we're in quarantine. And we have rules about like you have to go outside. You have to play. And you have to have an hour of creative time and two hours of physical time. Like we have all these things. But at the same time I'm like I get it. I get it. You can't hang out with your friends. I get it. But anyway, they just acted like the world was ending. Hey, who got their email today and maybe has already watched today's lesson? Was
1: it today or was it yesterday?
0: Oh, you're right. It's not Monday. <laughs> today's
1: Tuesday. It came
0: out yesterday. That's it right. It came out yesterday this week on in our next 90-day challenge, which is just us as a community challenging ourselves for 90 days to be more intentional. Uh, this week, I did an entire course about nutrition. nutrition. I talked about um, what I eat and how um, how I was raised to eat and how that has changed over time and how getting to this place in my health journey has been over a decade long. Uh, so all of that. Um, someone said book recommendations for nutrition. One of my favorites is a book by Kelly Lavette called Body Love, uh, which just talks about, I love Kelly's approach. She was my nutritionist back in LA years ago. But I love her approach because it's just really simple. and. I think when things are complicated or it's a diet or like there's powders or the like the whole it just it's too much. I need things that are simplified. So for me, it's um, it's uh, sorry for Kelly, it's four things that every meal you eat should have fiber, greens, fat, and protein. That's it. So everything you eat should have those four things in it, which was very simple. So body loves one of my favorites. Um, someone just said, that they were like, how do I get that email? You go to thehollisco.com forward slash next 90. That's next nine zero. Um, And you have access to all of the weeks we've done. It's week nine or 10. And then all the weeks we're doing going forward. Um, Here's the thing that I want to make sure people know. Oh, I love how not to die. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that, Courtney. Um, you guys, fantastic book. How Not really, to Die or How yeah. Not to Diet? How Not to Die. How
1: Not to Die.
0: Don't you remember when I read that? It's I... all about food. Um, it's, it's a little bit more scientific. You have to be really into um, that kind of thing. But uh, check it out. I really loved How Not to Die. Um, week nine. Thank you, Rosanna. Rosanna. Um, here's a couple of things I want you guys to know about Next90. When we finish our last week, which is the first week of July, access to those courses go away. Goodbye. So you have to consume them now or they're gone. So just FYI, um, I know a lot of you are sort of slowly working your way through. The whole intention is that we are trying to stay in this space together. Um, And then the other thing we want to let you know is if you're new here, you might not know this During the summer months when our kids are out of school, we go on hiatus from the morning show We love hanging out with you guys. We go on hiatus. Our kids school ends on Friday The last one school the seven-year-old ends this Friday. Goodbye school. So we don't want to quit doing morning show um, (laughs) Because we're in the middle of this challenge together, but as of next week, we're only doing morning shows on Monday. So we're going to have one day a week, Monday morning, 9 a.m. Central. It's going to be packed with information, all the stuff that we're learning about, all the joy, all the, but that's it. And then we're going to hang out with our
1: kids. And then
0: we're going to be in summer.
1: Against our better judgment. And then
0: um, once next 90 is done, then we truly are taking the time, like we're, we're off. Until school starts back again, <laughs>
1: please God, yes.
0: please God, let school yes. start back again. Please, let it start back. Let it, please, 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 uh, please, bless, please. Um, and I know people always get so disappointed. Boo! We need the time away. <laughs> we need to be able to like recharge and refresh, just like you guys yeah. do. It might not seem like a big deal, but it actually is a lot of energy to do this every single morning, basically like 300, you know, days a year. So. Yeah. Honey, how
1: are you? How's your nutrition? Uh, Well, I had a a nutrition fail last night. Uh, I forgot to even tell you about. Uh Uh-oh. After we put Noah to sleep, we usually have dessert in this house. Good night, Noah. She's down. We decided to make s'mores. And s'mores was happening with little uh, skewers over the oven. And one of the things that our s'more making did last time that was a, a, a not ideal thing was it left a mess on the skewer. And so Rachel was very clear. Make sure that you clear your skewer. So I was like, yes, I will make sure that I clear my skewer. Now, I was not thinking when I did this, but I took the marshmallow off by squeezing the graham crackers together. Okay. Then when it came time to clear the skewer, there was still some marshmallow left on the skewer. So I was like, I don't want to leave a man behind. I decided to try and uh, take the skewer into my mouth and pull it off. Now, the thing I forgot was that the skewer was standing over fire, and so the skewer got very hot, and I burnt a hole in my lip. I burnt a hole in my lip, trying to get marshmallow off of my skewer. So, public service announcement, and we're talking about nutrition, do not clean your skewer with your mouth, you will burn your lip.
0: I, admit, I said to the kids to scrub it in the sink. I thought my mouth
1: was the perfect scrubbing device. Oh
0: crap! It that is not. Bothers me. Well, it
1: should bother you because I had to like suck on Ugh. a piece of ice during the back half of "What oh. About Bob."
0: Oh my gosh! Did the kids accidentally see that happen?
1: No, I wouldn't even tell them about it because I was nervous that they might getting in my, fact try no. to model my bad behavior. They're
0: probably. Smarter. just
1: use a scrub brush when you are getting the marshmallow off the skewer. I
0: did something fun this weekend uh, yesterday, and it made me really happy and, you know, maybe you do this, maybe you don't, maybe I make a YouTube video. I'm not sure. Um, I have been wanting the entire time I've been in quarantine to do a capsule wardrobe.
1: Capsule I know this. wardrobe. Okay. You've been talking about this for a while. Okay, so
0: a capsule wardrobe is when you just, you sort of say like, I have these, I'm probably going to say this wrong. So if you're a capsule wardrobe expert, don't yell at me. But like, you I have these seven bottoms, I have these seven tops or something like that. And everything goes with each other and I just kind of like rotate. And I because of my work because I'm on stage a lot or speaking or I have, you know, different things that we're doing, there's always clothes. Clothes are always coming into my closet. And a very uh, interesting thing about me is that 90% of the clothes that I use for stage or that people send me or 90% of them, uh, get taken to my office and the women in my office have a heyday. I do about probably every six weeks. I just take a huge thing in and they all get all the fun stuff. Um, because I tend to wear the same things over and over and over.
1: And me I, too. Yeah. Be next.
0: And I have like all my favorite stuff I've had for years. So I was like, you know what? I am going to just take my closet and have a section of my closet that is just what I want to wear. And I did it for summer, so it's all summer colors. And I like this just right here, like when I walk in my closet, this is what I will wear. And then everything else is like, if I have an appearance or if it's stage or if it's it's winter clothes or it's fancy clothes or whatever, but that I just want to keep my daily stuff like right that. in front of me. And um, made me really happy also in quarantine uh, so that I do less laundry. So I did that yesterday and I cannot even explain the joy that it brings me to go in this morning and be like, oh, what am I gonna wear? Cause everything goes with everything else. And today I went with white on white.
1: So I can't even walk to the other side of my closet.
0: Your clo- okay, you guys, swear.
1: I can't. I can't walk to the Dave other side Hollis of my
0: closet. Dave Hollis had a suitcase that he was unpacking at the beginning of quarantine. We're in week 11. 11. It's still open in his floor. I'm still full of things. It's That's...
1: not as it's not as full of things because I've slowly been taking things out of the suitcase, but I just haven't gotten around to fully unpacking that suitcase, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, my closet is a mess. Yeah, it is a is. mess.
0: I really like organizing your closet. I love getting rid of things. Does anyone
1: else? I I, lo- I, I do. I do. Love
0: getting, just get rid of it. Just streamline, just get clear. Like I'll just, I'll throw away and I love it. Love, it. love it. I love doing it to my closet. Uh Oh, I love it because I feel like you are re there's Noah. <laughs> I feel like when you organize your closet and you sort of say, this is what I'm going to wear. You're redefining who you are you're reminding yourself who you are. Like sometimes we get distracted or there's a trend or that whatever and you're like, "No, no. I'm this person." And I think maybe everybody, but especially as a woman, I feel like what you wear is such a a reinforcement of who you believe that you are. And so anyway, I just it may be really happy. Maybe you reorganize your closet this week and it helps you too. Do
1: you agree, Noah?
0: Noah picked out her own outfit today. It is spectacular. Let's see. No, Can we keep your we shirt down, keep please? We got a tank top with heart, and we've got some buffalo check black and white uh, leggings. So, can you say winning? Winning. Yep. Winning. We are winning. Um, yep. See you later. So, that's what.
1: That's my water. Thank you.
0: Oh, I love. Why is it that, like, I love even you, reading how other people you fill it? organize? Yeah, could you fill it up for me? Yeah, what a great idea. Thank you. What a great idea. Ask for help. Um... Someone said, is that a guy thing? No, because then I know lots of guys that are super hardcore organized.
1: You got it? Oh, you got muscles.
0: Oh, yeah, you are. Strong. Good work. All right, Stronger. yeah, go,
1: go fill up that water.
0: Great. Can I ask, um, so I, I did my whole, like, course on nutrition. Um, what do you feel like for you? Because you and I have very different personality types. Mm-hmm. But what do you feel like for you is something that if you're really wanting to be focused and intentional with what you're consuming... Um, and just so you know, if you didn't see the course, I just want to explain really quickly. Um, so what I believe when it comes to food is that it's a process that you learn to eat intuitively. So I don't really believe in any certain diet. I don't. Um, I don't know. I like I said in the class. I'm like I don't have anything to sell you. I don't know what direction to tell you to go. And I just know that slowly over time, I learned to eat intuitively, which is to pay attention to how food affects my body, to eat foods that bless my body, things that make me feel great. So like tons of greens, tons of fresh things, lean protein, stuff like that. Um, but I talked a lot in the course about how I stay in it. What is your, like how, if you're wanting to be really intentional with your food, what are some things that you do?
1: I have to eat the exact same thing yeah. every day. Yeah. Unfo- I mean, and the thing is I have always been a little bit a creature of habit, but if I want to feel my absolute best, I know exactly what it is. I just have to do it religiously every day having the same things in the same sequence with my snacks happening in meals like I know exactly what to do so it's just a question of am I gonna like be on it and stick to it or am I not but like I'm gonna go have my eggs I need to make some stinking oatmeal because yeah. that that's part of it but yeah. I'm gonna I've been having eggs without my oatmeal which is probably part of why I get a little hungrier earlier and then I start having popcorn instead of having mm-hmm. a real meal. Mm-hmm. But I, it's like if I can eat the same thing that I know every day gives me the fuel I need and fills me up, makes me feel the way that I want to, forget it. I'm a machine. I'm like a cyborg.
0: Yeah, that that's <clears throat> something I definitely talked about in the course was this idea of um, just keeping your blood sugar level, not getting to a place where you're even not trying not to get to a place where you're super hungry Yeah. Uh, and eating on such a consistent schedule that you don't get to that place where you're hungry and you definitely don't get to a place where you're hangry right because if you get there you, that's when we reach for things and we wish we hadn't chosen those that's when we make choices and so much of what we believe about health and the rise app is coming guys coming in June we're super excited um, but so much that we believe about health is this idea that health should be the pursuit of the way you feel not the way you look Um, And maybe it's different depending on where you were born and raised, but here where we were born and raised in the U.S., so much, especially for women, is about um, having to look a certain way. And we really feel like if you could shift it and make it, how do you feel? Do you have energy? Um, Do you have inflammation in your body? Are you feeling strong? Are you feeling capable? Is your mind clear? Do you have brain fog? Like paying attention to those things. Uh, What's interesting is
1: I saw someone say like, are you counting calories? And the thing is I've never counted calories except when I was the absolute healthiest, the strongest I've ever been. I was in a place where I was taking in more calories, but smarter calories because calories were actually like helping me process things in a better way. But Um, I don't know. I think what you said at the beginning, it's a journey that individually you go on to try and figure out what works best for you. And you're again, trying to connect to how you want to feel and not how it makes you look or like, do you have energy? Does it make you feel like hungover almost from the way that you just ate something in a way that now because of the inflammation or because of the IBS or because of the whatever throws your day off.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, It's so powerful when you start to realize that your body is not supposed to, like if you're having aches and pains or if you're bloated, if you have brain fog, all of those things are a sign that something you're taking in is not agreeing with you. Like we had, um, I had opened a bottle of wine, whatever. I was like, I want a glass of wine. And I woke up the next day from a glass of wine and I felt so Mm. like my back was aching, I like I felt horrible, and it wasn't inflammation. that I, it, it was inflammation and it was the sugar, and it wasn't that I had had, um, I had a glass, I didn't have a ton, I just, oh, this would be fun while I'm cooking, Um, but oh my gosh, it messed me up. And I poured the rest of it down the sink. I don't really ever have wine in the house anyway, but I was just like, oh, it's the weekend. Um, and then I was reminded again, like, oh, yep. We're not supposed to feel this way. We're not supposed to. And for me, nothing in the world is more exciting, powerful, motivational than getting to a place where I have clarity of thought like where I can focus in I don't have brain fog <clears throat> where I have energy where I'm excited and it is so 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 about your food so just a simple maybe it's not simple but just a simple thing to consider is to take a step back and notice that's the simplest place to start is just notice what foods make you feel good what foods make you feel Bad and even or like when during the day do you like when during the day do
1: you start to feel lethargic? When do you have trouble focusing? When do you start craving stuff that like? Because for me, it's always been about preempting, right? Like if I can eat what I know is going to fill me up in the morning, if I can have my snack at ten thirty, if I can have a meal at lunch that includes something that will make me feel full, but also not full, like not full but fueled. Uh, That will get me through to my three o'clock snack that'll get me through to dinner now all of a sudden I'm creating a momentum that Works, it's when I don't eat and then overeat and because of overeating I have a high and then a super low That Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I struggle with focus or I feel lethargic or I feel and you know I was gonna say inflated, but I meant uh, (laughs) Having something thrown off.
0: Yeah, I I think that um, it really is this challenge of like paying attention just paying attention, and even the the belief, like challenging yourself to believe. Oh, come on, Daddy. Go! Oh, wow. Good wow. work. So Thank good you. Job, oh my goodness! Thank you. Um, challenging yourself to the belief that your body is not like I definitely did not grow up in a community or a family that understood that your body is not supposed to be hurting all the time. Like I, my honestly, I, I talk quite a bit about this in the health book that comes out next year. But I talk um, the idea that in my family, like the joke, except it wasn't a joke, was there's a pill for that. Like anything, like oh I have a headache, there's a pill for that. Oh I have, oh I don't feel my back hurts, there's a pill for that. Like. It never ever occurred to, and that's okay. That wasn't the knowledge that they have, and everybody's on their own journey. But it never occurred to anyone in my family that the foods that they were consuming was making their body feel that way, and that your body was not made to then go have Tylenol or ibuprofen or it's even supposed like to be able to function well.
1: Think about like me having cheese. Like I am okay. lactose intolerant. I, just... I don't
0: want to think about you. Well, I mean, don't she- think
1: about it because it's disgusting. But the thing is, there's a part of my brain that's always been like. This is my lot in life. I'm gonna have some cheese and then have a stomachache. And the alternative is let's just not have cheese, or like yep. let's find something that makes you still feel happy about eating that, but not putting something on it that actually poisons your body. It doesn't mean it's poison. It's just poison for me, mm-hmm. you know. And so
0: it's interesting. I think when I was earlier in my health journey, I. I remember getting to a place where I would cut out foods that I knew were not great for me that would make me sick or nauseous or whatever. I would cut them out, and then let's say I'd go to a birthday party or Thanksgiving or Christmas or something, and I'd have those foods again, and they'd make me feel so terrible that I actually for a couple of years was like, oh, I don't want to eat clean because then I'm never going to be able to enjoy my life. <laughs> do you know what, Do you guys yeah. ever do that where I'm like, oh, I don't want because then I'm going to have to give this up. I don't want to have this stuff so removed from my body that it makes me sick, which is so crazy because the fact that it's making you sick is a sign. Hello. Like we should not be. But having there's this also thing. this
1: like weird, like I'll be danged. I, I'm trying to clean up my language, but like. I'm not going to let my body reacting to something tell me that I'm not allowed to have it. I'm allowed to have anything. America, let's go eat all the cheese. Like, no, your body is telling you that if you eat that, You're going to have a reaction listen to your body
0: uh so uh someone's just saying like hey what are you talking about what course so we're doing a a weekly challenge and by challenge i just mean we make a course where we talk about something that we think will be helpful that hopefully will allow you to be more intentional so it's our next 90 day challenge we're about halfway through uh you can go sign up for it's just a weekly email that's all it is is uh theholliscode.com forward slash next nine zero and I just it's a half hour course this week on my journey through food and how I learned to eat and nutrition and all of that good stuff um
1: what's interesting too I will say this your journey is not one that has an ending because there are things that I found about my like body's reception that have fundamentally changed as I've continued to get older and so the things that used to be okay for me aren't okay anymore. or The things that used to not be okay are now totally okay. Yep. And so it's just like, I think you're always going to be in this world of trying to figure out what, like just tweaking the, yeah. the, 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 the ingredients almost of like what makes, what makes me feel alive? What yeah. makes me feel like I have great energy? All of that.
0: Or it it is a process because things that I thought were so unhealthy years ago that now I understand are like healthy fats are great, but there was a time where we learned like, oh, fat is bad or avocados are bad or olive oil is bad, and now I have a totally different perspective. At the same time, I feel like it is a journey that hopefully I keep learning for the rest of my life because... Um, like I was even, the, the book we talked about earlier that I love, and it's a bit more scientific, so if that's not your jam, you might not like it, but um, uh, How Not to Die is all about. It's a
1: good it's, idea.
0: It's a- fantastic book that's a good idea just Um, don't die no it that's not the point the (laughs) point it it breaks down the the book is broken down into like the 20 ways that are most common for people to die in the u.s
1: i remember you reading this book yes okay yes and then
0: each chapter of that thing is about the foods that uh would would lower your risk of getting that thing and what i learned from that book that i didn't know before was this idea of um you know going back to oh, it's starting to pour rain. It's pouring. It's beautiful this morning. Welcome to Texas. Um, is this idea of supplements and going back to my family of origin and like there's a pill for that. I thought like, Oh, if I just take this vitamin or if I just take this supplement, that's the same or better as having the food. And what I learned from that book is no, there are some things where if you don't get it from the natural source, if you don't get it from fresh fruit or from f- fresh veggies, it actually seconds. sort of doesn't really do anything for you. I'm getting too deep. I'm getting too deep. Just sort of go with where you're at. This is, this is the thing, right? It's confusing. It's confusing because every single book you read, every single diet says something different. And that's why this is something that you need to take ownership of. You don't need the world to tell you what you're supposed to be eating because it just confuses you more. You need to have confidence in your own ability to feed yourself to to understand what works for you and what doesn't which is why i just love this idea of like pay attention to your body pay attention to what feels good not just feels good in terms of taste buds but feels good later a lot of people ask sorry I,
1: well but i would i would say this no like just know this in the same way that the news depends on making you anxious for you to come back the diet industry depends on confusing you so they can tell you that they have an answer for you. Yeah. And so, like, it being confusing doesn't mean that you aren't a smart person. It doesn't mean that you don't get it or that, man, you're... No. They are super intentionally trying to make it so that it seems like it's so complicated that only smart people can understand it. And they will pretend to be the smart people who are going to hand you the antidote that will make everything feel simple it's not simple. It's super complicated in part because I think people have made it complicated.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, look, I go back to this idea of like, what works for you? Cause I get questions all the time about like, oh, what about this plan? Or what about this company? Or what about this thing? And I'm like, if you can do that for the rest of your life, fantastic. That's the answer. That's the answer. Unfortunately,
1: it's the thing is fortunately and unfortunately.
0: Because lots of things work because we are raised to believe at least again, I guess I shouldn't say we I was raised to believe I was raised in a society that said that you had to look a certain way and that you should go on a diet that restricted what you ate in order to achieve the body that you wanted. Right. And diets are something that exists now that are it's a short term solution. It's something, yes, you can restrict calories and you can lose weight for your sister's wedding. You can go on that powder or that shake and then you can feel better for a month. The hard part is, can you do this for the next 50 years or 60 years? And if you can't, then you're setting yourself up for failure because you're gonna learn that this is the solution when in reality it's not because you still haven't learned how to feed yourself. It's real. If you need to have certain things around you all the time, then it's not a... Um, it doesn't make sense. Like if you can't take the way you eat on the road. Like if you can't at an airport. It's be sustainable, know you need, yeah. Thank you. Sustainable. If you can't go to a restaurant and know how to feed. Like if you can't do that, then of course you're gonna fall off the wagon. And when you fall off. You will not blame that diet for not being the right choice, you will blame yourself. And you will add it as one more piece of shame for why you're not good enough, why you can't have what you want, why you're not strong enough, when the reality is you were set up for failure from the beginning. And instead of looking for, okay, how do, uh, let's just pay attention to the food that we have and figure out how to eat this well, and figure out how to indulge and have fun and do things that you like to do, but still keep eating foods that bless your body. Instead of doing that, I'll just look for another diet. And it's this cycle that repeats forever and ever until you die, right? Like, come on, there is a way, and you are, yes, you are strong enough and smart enough to figure this out. Um, So just, like, I don't have the answer for everybody, obviously, I don't know the context of your life, but the easiest thing, The easiest place to start is to just pay attention to how food makes you feel yeah and then you know part of our 90-day challenge part of five to thrive is this idea that you give up a category of food you give up a category of food that you've noticed man every single time i eat dairy i get sick to my stomach or every single time i have too much sugar i feel anxiety right every single time this happens so then you just cut out that thing that's making you feel bad
1: you're building a lifestyle you're
0: building a lifestyle come on now and on that note
1: on that note i gotta go
0: build a business go build a so, business honey come on uh, if you want to check out the course that i'm talking about it's totally 100 free it's part of our challenge and when you sign up you get access to the previous Eight weeks. eight weeks um and just for everybody who's in it remember um when this ends when the 90 challenge ends that coursework goes away so you want to make sure that you consume all that stuff before it's gone you get a weekly class as well as like a pdf things you can download workbooks all that cool stuff you go to the holliscode.com forward slash next 90 next nine zero uh, the app is coming soon. We're real excited. We can't tell you the exact date. Let me just explain. When you launch an <laughs> app, you can like put it up, and then you don't know when you Apple- You have to wait for Apple. You, you don't know when they'll like, make it live. So we're just saying mid-June, and we will keep you guys posted. Um, when does 90 days end? It ends jo- July July 3rd. 4th
1: yeah the third
0: July 3rd July 3rd so check it out Uh, we love you guys we will see you
1: tomorrow have a great Tuesday
0: hey guys thank you for listening to the Start Today morning show podcast if you want to actually see the episodes make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday 8 a.m. central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have
1: Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine.
0: Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman.
1: The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouch and Kevin Westlake.
0: With production help from Nicole Fisher.
1: And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.